Hey, it's Chris, the Supply Chain Doctor and Apex Coach, providing you insights and tools to better understand and apply the Apex body of knowledge to everyday supply chains. In this interview, we spoke with Russell Soro, a professional transitioning from a career in sales and marketing into supply chain management. We met Russell in a workshop at Georgia Tech where he was beginning his Apex certification pursuit. In this interview, Russell discusses the advantages of taking an Apex class and his four-step approach to success. So today I'm with Russell Saro. He's speaking to the Apex coach about his recent success with the CSCP process. Uh, again, Russell, congratulations on recently passing the Apex CSCP exam, and thanks for sharing your experiences with us. Hopefully others can listen to this and either develop confidence in studying for the exam or develop a study plan or possibly both. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share my story. Yeah, I'm glad you're, glad you're taking the time. So let's, uh, Russell, let's take a few minutes to discuss one, why you wanted to pursue the APIC CSCP certification and things you did to help prepare for the exam. Let's start with your why. Why did you want to pursue an APIC certification and then specifically the CSCP? Well, I'm making a career change from uh, marketing and communications into supply chain and logistics. And I did a lot of research and uh, found that the CSCP APEX certification was um, highly uh, sought after and highly respected in the industry. So I wanted to just shoot for the best certification I could in the industry and thought the CSCP would be what I need. So did you, did you consider other certifications or was this pretty much what you decided was the best? I did look at some other certifications, but as I continued to research the industry, you know, the CSCP stood out as uh, a certification that was, you know, sought after, and a lot of people in the industry, professionals in the industry, had that certification. So, I just decided on the CSCP, and the course was available, you know, here in the Metro Atlanta area, so it was convenient. Well, it sounds like you did good research there. That's always that's always a good skill to have, especially in a, in professional development or in a job search mode. So you, you felt it was important to get a certification. I guess that's all part of continuous improvement and making yourself available. Um, yeah, that's right. I don't have a college degree in supply chain or logistics. So I thought, you know, a highly regarded certification might give me a leg up in the industry and, you know, help me find good opportunities. You're not classically trained in supply chain and you, you don't have a strong background in supply chain management. So tell us just a little bit about your back. I think it's it's interesting because a lot of people might be in the same situation where they want to get into this very fast and growing field, but maybe they don't have the strong credentials or the strong work history around supply chain management. So tell us a little bit about your background and kind of how you got to where you are. Uh, well, for the last 16 years, I've worked in corporate communications and marketing in higher education. So there's a lot of things that carry over to supply chain and logistics, uh, but it's not directly related to it. And uh, my college degrees are not in business or supply chain. So trying to get into the industry, I thought uh, getting you know a good certification would be a really important step you know to do to learn the industry, as well as show that I have knowledge about the industry to get a, a job. 
And I think a lot of, you know, regardless of what you learn, I think it's a, it's a good certification to have. I think a lot of it as well just shows that your kind of personality or your desire to make, you know, continuously do things. You're not just sitting there watching TV or, or just waiting for the phone to ring. You're actually trying to go out there and make something happen. So I think that says a lot about you as well for anybody that wants to uh, study and get certifications regardless of what they are. Now you have to try to go after what you want. And I think the certification is going to help me do that. And a large part of it is understanding what you want. Russell, thanks for your background there. You recently passed the exam. Tell us a little bit about how you got there, what your process was, maybe any key learning points. The idea here is anybody that wants to listen in just to kind of develop their own plan, maybe as they're starting out. Certainly, the key to the exam was the boot camp course that I took through Apex. Gave me a lot of information to help me narrow down what to focus on for the exam. There's, a, there's an abundance of information to study from APEX. Russell, those boot camps, that those were a partnership with, with APEX Atlanta and Georgia Tech. And there we do offer those twice per year. So check out check out the either APEX Atlanta or the Georgia Tech website. Yes, that's right. It was uh, through Georgia Tech Supply Chain and Logistics Institute. Very well run courses. You know, a key to, to me passing the exam, of course. So taking the in-person course also allowed me to meet other professionals in the industry. So it was great for networking and, you know, hearing about real world experiences in the industry. Also in the boot camp course, uh, we got a lot of essential study aids, such as key terms lists and test taking tips and things that I wouldn't have received had I not done that course. Uh, so it was you know, I think very important for me personally to take to take that course in person. And also, you know, the, the course provided uh, slide decks of information that was helpful for preparing for the exam and just gave me a feel, you know, for the industry from other people and professionals in the industry. You know, there's a couple options. You can take a class, a live class. You can actually do online programs and then you can do self-study. Kind of what your point was there is you can buy the materials yourself, but you know you won't get the things that you talked about, like the study guides, the, st the additional study aids, and things like that. Those are really what the instructors kind of bring in is kind of how you you focus in on that specific area. So that's a key thing I want anybody to think about as they're considering their study options. You know, you can purchase the the learning aids through Apex, uh, but you also get those same learning aids when you take the in-person course. So for me, it made sense to to sit in on the course. And I had the time to do it, so it was the right thing for me. Yeah, and I would encourage anybody listening to consider purchasing the learning system through your local chapters. The chapters are, are funded through membership and, and instructions, and that's one of the ways that it's, it's going to be a little bit cheaper for the individual. Buy it through the chapter, plus the chapter gets a little bit of a bonus there. Did you do anything post besides just the class itself? A great deal of study. You know, the, the course, the class basically just focused my energies in the right direction. Uh, but it, there's no way to go over all the course material in you know, a three-day class. It's just too much material. So I basically had a four-prong approach to preparing for the test. And I can go over you know, those four things. Yeah, it sounds like you have a methodology. Please, please share. Uh, the first thing I did was I reviewed all of the key words from Apex and from the keyword list that we received in the bootcamp class. So the class helped us narrow down uh, the words to, and the terms to focus on. 
So I created an Excel spreadsheet of all the terms, uh, which allowed me to easily navigate through the terms and access the information on all my devices easily. And I also created a Quizlet uh, program, which provided me uh, digital flashcards, questions and answer functions, and I guess somewhat automated the learning of the terms, uh, made it easier to navigate more fun, more interesting, just a different way to study terms than just looking at them on a page. But, so Quizlet was, I just used the free version. You can pay for more functions, but I found it very helpful. Electronic flashcards and different types of little things for the terms. So the terms are key, of course. I mean, me being new into the industry, most of the terms, you know, I'd never studied before or didn't know. So it was very helpful to focus on the terms. Secondly, I reviewed the learning system course content from the books and the online resources. So the learning content, learning system comes with three books, I believe it's three books, and it's all online as well. So I read through all of that material, which is hundreds and hundreds of pages, and I tried to narrow down the information I thought that was important. So I basically copy-pasted information onto a Word document that I felt like was important to study instead of reading every word of the content over and over. That wouldn't have really been feasible. It's too much to read. So I tried to narrow down that content, which actually still ended up being 40 pages uh, in a Word doc uh, at 12-point font. So it was still a lot of material, but uh, it allowed me to focus it a little bit better Plus, you can access your Word documents more easily uh, online on your mobile devices. So for me, that, that worked. Uh, also, to secondly, to study the learning system content, which are basically like textbooks, so to speak. The third thing I did was I focused my reviewing on as many sample questions as possible. There are hundreds and hundreds of questions sample questions available in the Apex Learning System, and it tracks your answers for you as you go. So you can go back and see the questions you missed, review the questions you missed. There are also sample tests in the Learning System that sort of mimics the testing software you'll actually use when you take the exam. I found that to be very helpful. I took advantage of every single question in the learning system uh, that was available to me. The ones that the questions that I missed, I, I reviewed multiple times over again. I don't know how many questions there are, but five or 600 at least, I would think, in the learning system. So that was very helpful and very easy to use and navigate and manage. I also paid for a third-party testing app for questions called Pocket Prep. And this app, had about 700 CSCP example questions. And it also tracked all of your activity so you could review the questions you missed. It just gave a little different slant to questions than the Apex learning system. So you're, you're able, if you get stuck or bored in the learning system, you could go to this app and it's just different, something to look at different, you know, to stimulate your thinking. You know, it allows you to set up exams and with qu different numbers of questions and 
all types of different little study aids through the pocket prep that were available. And of course, it's available on all your portable devices. And the app was fairly expensive, you know, as apps go. If I remember right, it was 60 or $70. But I think for me, it was money well spent. You know, it's a lot cheaper than paying for a retest on Apex. So I felt like for me, that was helpful. Just something different to look at rather than the learning system all the time. And the fourth thing I did uh, was I studied test-taking tips in general and Apex test-taking tips. A, a lot of the tips I studied came directly from the boot camp class because we received a notebook full of test questions and study tips. And that notebook was very helpful. Uh, it gave me a lot of ideas on test-taking tips. I also got tips online. I also talked to other people that have taken the test just to get generalized test-taking tips, just as a strategy from a strategy position, like taking the SAT or the GRE or something like that. You know, questions have patterns. I studied test-taking tips all along the way with all my other studies, so it would be ingrained. Uh, and I had about two pages of a Word doc of just test-taking tips. A couple of the tips, just in general, I've got a lot of tips, but a couple of them were like, don't rush through the test. Take your time. Read each question completely. Make sure you answer the actual question that's being asked. If you rush through, sometimes you miss the actual question. Things that sound kind of common sense, but, you know, when you're in a test-taking environment, you know, it's, it's more anxiety. So you, I think for me to study those tips was very helpful. Uh, and, you know, to answer every question, leaving a question blank is like missing the question. A lot of those tips were helpful for me, you know, along the way. So that's, that was basically my four areas of study. That, that's how I went about it. And, you know, I studied for three months and probably spent... 300, over 300 hours studying. But again, the material was all new to me. So, you know, I, I felt like I really had to do a lot to push through the learning curve. And luckily it worked out and I passed it. So I, I was very pleased. Yeah. So, so I'm just looking through my notes. You've got a, a methodology, which, I, which is good for any supply chain management professional to have some methodology. And then I'm just going to highlight a couple of things I, I keyed on. I think this, you said the spreadsheet and you created a Word document. I, you know, from my perspective, I think when you do those things, it just helps solidify the learning concepts because you start relating things, you start seeing things as you go through it. So, you know, regardless of what you put in it, I think just having creating that spreadsheet or creating the, the Word document or whatever it is, I, again, I just think helps make it more concrete. Uh, maybe that's one of the benefits you saw. I mean, going through the content and creating something from the content is very helpful. Optimally, writing it down is the best thing, but I didn't do that. That's a lot of writing. So Sure. Sure. That's old school writing. Yeah, but but it is very effective. The other thing you mentioned was the Quizlets. That that was an interesting concept, and you said it was free. Is that something that's still available? Can people reuse that, Russell, or is it your proprietary information, or, or what's the guidelines on that? Well, the Quizlet uh, is under my account in the webpage of Quizlet, I guess it's Quizlet.com. I, I technically don't know the name of the webpage. It's available if someone wants it. So it's just an open open platform that as long as you have it there, it's. I mean, you didn't delete anything. Anybody can go in and probably check it out. We'll have to look at that. 
Yeah, no, I didn't delete it. I mean, it, it's just, it's words. I mean, it's not my knowledge. It's just words and terms. I just put it in a format. So it's not proprietary or anything. Yeah. No, I think you had mentioned flashcards. It's like an online or real life flashcards. That was a good term. And then something I just keyed on, I didn't never, had never given any thought. You said you spoke with others who had taken the exam. That's a neat, uh, a neat idea. One, it helps with networking. And two, it obviously gets kind of the, the voice of the customer. Well, it gives you a little bit of information on the exam, but mainly it builds your confidence. You connect with people that have taken the exam. You know, you feel like it's something that's doable, you know, because other people have done it. So, and again, as simplistic as that sounds, talking to those people mentally, psychologically is helpful. Yeah, I think as you said, it, it lets you know that it's possible. You know, not everybody fails, right? So, right. So, without going into too much detail into the exam itself. Do you have any insight or suggestions on maybe some key concepts or things where area, areas people should focus in on? Well, to me, the questions focused on the practice of supply chain and logistics. And the questions on the exam were not quite as complex as all the example questions I've go- had gone through. The questions were a little easier on the exam than the, the, all the sample questions I had done course, which is helpful, but it's more about the practice of supply chain, more so, I think, uh, than just definitions. One thing you did mention that I think is important is that maybe, and I don't know if you said this specifically, but maybe the exam itself was easier based on the preparation and the content that you had studied, which I think is always better than the alternative. Right. Definitely. For sure. Um, But, you know, it's 150 questions and I mean, you have plenty of time to do it, oh, three and a half hours or something of that nature. But, you know, it's the questions keep coming, and you just, you know, something I try to do is stay positive. You know, if I didn't know a question, you know, I would flag that question and then come back to it. And so you keep moving. And so you're mentally, you could stay on top of it and stay positive through the whole exam. Uh, and then, you know, you can come back to questions you had no idea about the answers and, and then try to work through those at the end, which is what I found was helpful for me. Well, Russell, before we uh, move on to my last question, um, is there anything just around your process that you wanted to summarize or follow up with? You know, it, it takes commitment uh, to learning the material. You know, I've talked I talked to long-term supply chain professionals that didn't pass the test the first time. You know, the test is very broad. It's on the whole supply chain process. So, you know, it takes commitment, you know, in studying. I mean, three, two, three, four hours a day of just trying to learn the material and push through it and stay positive. And, you know, you'll be successful if you do that, I think. As we conclude here, Russell, I'm going to appreciate the, the input and especially the methodology that you kind of walk through. As I said, that's always good for a supply chain person to have as a, a methodology. So tell me a little bit, what's next for you? Well, I'm currently looking for a, a job in supply chain or logistics, you know, as a logistics specialist or in some other capacity uh, related to supply chain and logistics, such as operations or inventory control or that type of thing. If anybody has any openings or knows of any openings in the Atlanta area, I'd love for you to reach out to me. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just search for my name, Russell Sorrow. There's not a whole lot of us with that exact name on LinkedIn. So now I'm just in the job search uh, process, and hopefully that'll uh, 
you know, wrap up here in the next few weeks or months and I'll get moving on my new career. Yeah. So anybody that's looking for a fresh, fresh, newly minted CSCP professional, I guess that would be you and, and spell your name. So if anybody's, you know, searching on LinkedIn, it's uh, Russell R U S S E L L. And the last name is sorrow S O R R O W. Okay. Russell, again, congratulations on your recent accomplishments and uh, thanks for sharing. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Chris. Thanks for listening. To learn more about these and many other supply chain topics, consider getting an APIC certification. There's a YouTube video where you can learn more about bootcamp style workshops at Georgia Tech. Search on APIX Bootcamp Courses Informational Webinar. If you're in the North Georgia, North Alabama, Chattanooga area, check out the traditional class formats offered by the University of Tennessee Chattanooga Center for Professional Education Supply Chain Academy. To learn more about general APICs and supply chain happenings around the Southeast, check out apixatlanta.org. Optionally, we can bring supply chain certification workshops to your company. Just send a note to chris at apixcoach.com. And remember, supply chain is boring. <laughs>